Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to My Millennial Money Property. John. Yes. We're going to talk about what to do when you owe more on a property than what it's worth. Yes. Or if the property falls through the floor in terms of value. Yes. After you've purchased it. Good topic. So, before we do that, thank you to Sean Wellman from Wellman Finance. They're about relationships. You know, bank managers, bank employees, they come and go. (laughs) Staff turnover, John. It's horrendous. It just happens. It's You're just a number in the bank. You are. But Sean and the team at Wellman Finance, he likes to establish long-term client relationships. Now, the cool thing is, usually Sean doesn't just look after the single client. He'll often have different family members. So, he'll look after a whole family, right? He's a family man. So, clients, if you're a client of Sean, you'll know that, you know, his mobile's in your phone. And you deal with him directly. Yes. Whereas sometimes in other places that doesn't happen. You just get palmed off. Palmed right off. So, wellmanfinance.com.au forward slash M3. Now, we got a question in from Brett. He's basically said they have a home that they... It's a long convoluted story, John. But yes. Purchase price, 400000 The value of the home dropped to 100000 Okay, it's in central Queensland. Yep. So, I will just read a little bit of the story here and then we'll, we'll talk about some of the figures and then talk conceptually. Wife and I were renting it for $100 a week with the house value around $200,000. Was told we would have a good run and they were putting the rent up to 200 a week with no rental contract, they were family friends, big no-no in brackets. And by the way, it's for sale. So, they got the price of 240k and the other rentals in the area were going for 400, 500, 700, then up to $1,000 a week wow. in 2005. Boom. Yep. So, they had a lot of personal debt and then through then a disaster, his wife got cancer and spent nine months in hospital. So, the long and the short of it all, he racked up some personal debts. His parents helped them out by buying the house from them with equity in theirs for 400k. So they cleared all the debt, covered any personal loans, and all he had to do was to cover the rent or the mortgage repayments. So he's paying, I think, $700 a week at the moment. He got a mining job of 140k, and then the day he started, they announced the closure of one of the mines, and the house price went to zero basically (laughs) seven years ago Mm. also chuck in a child who tomorrow goes in for his 13th operation in 14 years so everything has hit the fan for this um family and his um he just wants some i guess options so if we just have a look at the hard facts and we hope that the family's well brett thanks for sending that through 
So Brett's salary is 150K and he has a side hustle of about 50K. The current value of the house is 100K and the current loan is 285,000, okay? He doesn't have a financial responsibility to, to the house per se. No. He basically has a financial responsibility relationship-wise to his parents. Yes. Now, for all intents and purposes, legally, and this is not going to happen, but you know, we've had that nice story of a house and Brett's ended up with a house. Yeah. Brett could leave tomorrow, take the family to Venezuela, Mm. And never talk to the parents again and That's he can right. start a new life and yeah. it's not his drama. Okay. No. So but there is a, a moral responsibility yeah. that Brett has. So I guess if we just step back from this actual story and mm. talk conceptually, you've bought a house in a mining town. Yeah. The bank has lent you money and we'll just we'll use the current loan and the current value. The house is worth one hundred K. And you've got a loan on it for almost 300. So you've got 200K in minus equity. Yeah. Basically. Negative equity. Negative equity. Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah. Well, it's a tough position, Brett, but thanks for sharing it because I think we need to understand uh, that it's not all rosy in this world of uh, investing and there's a risk in everything that we do, isn't it? It's fair to say that the market that he's bought in was experiencing a growth phase at the time that he was buying and because it was a one horse mining town it's fallen through the bottom and the values are nowhere near what they were when he purchased and i'm sure they'd be worse worse off than brett's situation as well which is unfortunate there's obviously a lot of personal debt that's also been attributed to the total debt situation so not all of this is the properties doing so there's a combination of some unfortunate situation personally, as well as the property market going down, right? Yeah, and we can't really speak to that and because we don't know all the details and yeah. we just need to talk conceptually about yeah. what the hell do we do when the property's underwater. Yeah, and he just basically wants an answer to that, right? So as the way I see it, there's black and white, there's two options. You can continue to to pay the, the mortgage or the, the rent, essentially, that Brett's doing back to his parents, so that you can hold the property and continue to wait until it gets back to a neutral equity position at worst to be able to then sell it and get your debt paid off and and then start start afresh. The second option is to sell it at the present and basically have a loan that you would continue to pay off for the remainder to the bank to the bank but they would yeah. move that from a traditional mortgage loan to yes. an unsecured loan so that could be like a 16 17 personal loan yes yeah. which is just you're not doing that in a million years are you no and there's maybe i mean in these situations and i don't see a lot of it thankfully but you hear the the horror stories and and bits and pieces but i think the first part is to be transparent with the the bank and not just close doors and don't talk to anyone and hope it'll all work out because it just won't so i think you need to say to the bank right what are my options have a chat to them and say what are my options if i was to sell this property i could sell it for x this would be the debt still remaining under my name what are my options and then let the lender come back to you with some options there as to repayment types and interest rates and those sort of things Mm. Um, or it might even be a a private um, institution that can take on that debt 
at an interest rate that's a bit more attractive than the one that the bank might offer. But essentially, they're the two two options, aren't they? Is to leave the property as is and continue to pay you seven hundred dollars, in the hope that over the next five to ten years it it recovers, um, and see it as just a, a cost of doing business, and that's the rent we're paying, or to to cut the losses and start afresh. If you just want it removed from your life, if I cut your losses and start afresh, is that bankruptcy? Look, oh. But it, it's not, John. Do you know why? Because Brett doesn't own the property. No, and that, that's the, the complicated position that it is, is because his parents are involved and they've done the noble thing and said, right, we'll buy the property off you, Brett. Um, we'll basically take it on. You just manage the repayments. Um, mm. So now it's a bit more so, of a complicated issue. Yeah, so the positives in this situation is Brett's got a whopping 200K income, right? Yes. So, for example, if all things being equal, you know, I'm just going to open while we do this uh, tax calc. So, if there's a 200K income, the net income would be, Mm. say, 130K, right? So, if we go 130K, take away 50, gives us our 80K. Now, given they're living in central Queensland... I think a family could live very comfortably on 80K in a regional place yep. like that, okay? Providing that, you know, and if, if there's illness and there's other medications or whatever, so yeah. just go with me. There's a $300,000 hole that needs to be plugged. Yes. I think the only option for Brett is over the next six years, 50K a year, just absolutely pumping that mortgage because we need to do it as soon as possible so the parents can move on with their financial life if needed. Yeah, and I don't think bankruptcy is an option in this well, situation Well, it's not because anyway. the parents would have to. That's right, and so, th- which means they have to forgo their own home as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think um, the absolute only way is, Brett, is to sit down with your parents, show them your personal budget and say, hey, yeah. we're doing things very lean here and tight because the absolute priority over the next five years yeah. i said six but it's like over the next five years and if your wife is capable of doing some part-time work if she yeah. is well i'm not saying sick people need to go to work but yeah. if your kids are well and if we're all good there's actually this is just one of those things it sucks there's no way out well no. unless to work your way out over the next five years yeah, and I think the benefit, if this was me in that situation, I'm I'm always optimistic about what's going to happen. I'd be sitting here saying, well, I'm going to continue to manage the repayments and hope that the, the property goes up in value and that meets me halfway. Yeah, that's right. So, so, and, you know, he's under 40 years old. Yeah. So I think, Brett, it's like, because you do have the capacity to have such a good income. Yeah. The next five years, we're cleaning up that. Yeah. And as soon as we can, we need to get that title. Get, we need to get the household. Yeah. And get it off your parents. Yeah. Because they're a landlord by default because yeah. they were helping you out. Yeah, that's right. In the perfect world, you know, turn back time, it would have been maybe cleaner for them to refi and just say to the bank, we need 200 grand to renovate the house or yeah. whatever and, yeah. and give you $200 cash. I don't yeah. know. but yeah. um, and, and there may be the option too that I don't know what it would rent for at the moment, but it, it wouldn't be $700 a week, but it may be, I don't know, 300 mm. So is there an option to 
because emotionally he probably doesn't want to be living in this house either. Or emotionally, do we say, hey, mum and dad, we're going to pay you, and when we do our budget, mm. market rates rent because it's a property that you've got that's an investment yeah. property. And I'm talking to Brett, how to do your personal budget here. Yeah. Just factor in your rent, market rates rent, okay? Yeah. And because this is it, John, if Brett needs to move to a different house in town and pay market rates rent, he should not feel that he has to live in this house. No, and that's what I was getting at. And it's like we need to factor in market rates rent and then we need to pump 50 grand a year at least into mum and dad's bank account. Yeah. But the, the thing is the house isn't getting sold because your parents will be left over with possibly... And depending on how the mortgage is structured, John... Yeah. It's likely that it's cross-collateralized, however you say that, yep. with the parent's house, right? Because it's a second mortgage. Yeah. So, there is a chance that it's connected to the second house. There might be things in the fine print of the mortgage to say that the bank can recall the loan if it's in negative equity. Because there's stuff yeah. in the fine print in mortgages that if a partner dies in their name on the loan, that we can recall the loan. So, I'd be very, very cautious of getting the bank involved. Yeah, and I, and I think it, if you're repaying and and uh, the banks will leave you alone. That's right. That's so right. I and, and they would probably know that that area is a bit of a crazy place yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's right. So I'm, I'm just looking on realestate.com now. Don't say the suburb. No, I'm not. I've just got 15 properties for sale, which in a town that size is probably a bit. What's the prices at the moment? So, yeah, I think, Brett, from a emotional side, I would just see that as a debt and remove the house and this from your mental equation. Okay, yes. so... So, 235 is the highest. Yeah, sweet. So, I think I'd be saying we're doing your own personal budget, market rates, rent, which might only be a couple hundred dollars a week. What's left over? If you haven't done the spending plan, just reply to me or reach out, Brett, and we'll get you the uh, Glen James spending plan. Yeah, and I'm happy to have a chat to him too about yeah. the property and no costs um, to see what uh, see what we can yeah. so do there. Yeah, so for Brett specifically, we'll, John's offered to do a bit of a, a complimentary clarity call, which are usually $330. Um, but yeah, there's. I, I would just be more trying to sort this out from an emotional side so we don't feel every time we're at home, this house is killing mm. us. And mm. if that means moving to another property for a fresh start, renting at market rates, but still paying back mum and dad, Yeah, I would be looking at that as well. Yeah, yeah. And there's, out of those 15, there's four of them under offer at the moment. So, yeah. the market's not totally dead. Yeah, okay. So, mm. anyway, so I think that that's just a warning for those listening about buying in uh, mining towns in particular. Mm. And often in that same basket, um, holiday locations, because it's yes or no, really, with a lot of these property prices, unless you're doing it with cash, there's no debt, or it's your third investment property or something where there's no actual intention to sell. Yeah. And it's a yield play, for example. Yeah. In most cases, it's it's sort of population 70, 80,000 plus that's got multiple industry and and population growth. If population is going backward or standing still, mm. then that that's a usual indicator. Yeah. So, mm. all right, we might leave that one there. Thanks for the chat, John. Mm. That was good. Good chat. Bye. Special thanks to Wellman Finance, our podcast partner. Sean Wellman and his team are available to coach you through your property journey, even if it's your first time. 
With expertise in investment and home loans, they're in your corner providing education and support as you take each step. For more info, check out wellmanfinance.com.au forward slash M3. If you want to really turn up your property, education, and information journey, make sure you check out the Solvair Property and Finance Academy. This is an amazing online resource that John has put together. It's to empower and to give results to people who are either first-time buyers, whether for their home to live in or an investment property, or if you're a seasoned property investor. This online academy is for you. Check out the link in the show notes. It will change your life if you let it. If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.